On this episode of Harford Business Beat, we're going to introduce you to April Cheatham of Extreme Family Outreach. Let's hit that intro and get started. Welcome to Harford Business Beat, featuring members of the Harford County Chamber of Commerce, sponsored by Harford County Living, bringing you all the good positive news, businesses, events, organizations, people, and just everything great here in Harford County. Go to HarfordCountyLiving.com and find out more. I'm your host, Rich Bennett. Let's go meet some members of the Chamber. Here we are on the Harford Business Beat, and today we have... April Cheatham from Extreme Family Outreach joining us. And for those of you that don't know what Extreme Family Outreach is, you're about to find out. How are you doing, April? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Oh, it is my pleasure. Now, explain to everybody what Extreme Family Outreach is. I already know what it is and what you guys do. And let me just say this first. Thank you very much because what you guys do in the community is amazing. Oh, thank you. I mean, simply amazing. So I'll let you take it from there. Well, what we do basically is we go into these areas um, that have been statistically um, deemed as unservable. um, And we go into these areas and we find uh, families that are in need of help that the county doesn't necessarily um, serve or help with. So we give them social support, um, emotional support, physical support. We go in and we do a faith-based program and we teach them about God. We teach them about social skills. We teach them um, things that can help them be a little bit more, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, where they could they could help themselves. That's the word I'm looking for. Right. <laughs> um, so we go out and we do this program. We offer different things other than the um, the after school program, the free after school program that we do. Um, we also do uh, camp. We also do uh, food. We also help with other resources like helping them to um, get stability, like food stamps, um, uh, medical assistance, the things that they need to in order to take care of themselves. We help them with that. And we encourage them to be able to be self-sufficient. And I was told, because I had um, Steve, and she is going to smack me because her name is going right out of my head right now. Marlon. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh, I talked to them, and they were telling telling us some of the stories of when they went into what some people deem the bad areas, um, which I'm sorry to me, it's, I I think there, if people live in there, it's a good area. First of all, it's what the community makes of it. But he, yeah, we always hear the term of gangs. Yeah. And they were telling us how, yeah. And they were telling us how, they set up outside and all these kids come around, they're helping the kids, but you see even these supposedly gang members join in and start helping. Yeah. We're not a threat to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're not a threat to the gang members. Um, and a lot of the, a lot of the people in the community, they know that we're just there to help. We're not there to judge. We're not there to cause a commotion. So they just come out and they support and they, I mean, it's all about the kids. Yeah. And the thing is, too, I think once, you know, when these members do that and they see that, they realize, wow, I can do some good. 
Yeah. You know, if I'm helping them, I can do some good. And that's one of the things that impressed me about, you know, extreme family outreach is all the good you, that you guys do. And the kids see this. And I've had, I think I've had a couple of the kids actually join our Leo club and talked about how what you do has actually helped them and turned, turned them around. Yeah. Which is amazing. Extreme family outreach helped me too. I was one of the families and now I'm on staff and it's been, that's amazing. Yes. One of those things where they kind of sought after me and they saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Um, I grew up in a really rough uh, family and, Things weren't always the nicest things said to the children in our family. And it was was just Miss Marlon and Mr. Steve that saw something in me, saw greatness, and just were determined for me to see it too. So they're they're good people. people. Yeah, they are. Very good. Now, and what year did Extreme Family Outreach start? Oh, my goodness. Uh, 15 years ago. So um, I want to say. Wow, it's been around that long. 2006, 2007. Yeah, it's been 15 years. Wow. Okay. I didn't realize it's been around that long. Yeah. Maybe and, five. and if anybody wants to learn more about it, it's what extremefamilyoutreach.com, correct? Dot org. Uh, oh, it is dot org? Yes, it's dot org. I think you could go on to either one and it'll still show the same link. It'll take it there. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Great. And how long have you guys been a member of the chamber? Oh, I'm not sure. I know we've been with the chamber for a long time. I'm not sure how okay. long. Well, that's, that's good when you say a long time because you can't remember. That's even better. So. <laughs> it's been a long time. And, and, and can you tell everybody how the chamber has um, helped Extreme Family Outreach? Well, they're all about, you know, helping the community, helping the businesses. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, when I know for me, when I first started coming to the chamber and I'm thinking I'm a nonprofit, they're not going to really care, but they do. They care. They want everybody to invest in each other's businesses. They want us to be a community to help and support each other and for us to thrive. And I felt, I felt that way from the moment that I walked into the chamber, that they really want us to thrive. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things I like about it too. Yeah. And it's like, to me, it's like a big family. Yeah. 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 Which is, I, I belong to other chambers in the past, but, uh, God, just working with Angela, Kate and, and Heather, it's, I feel like I was adopted somewhat. You yeah. Know? It's family. <laughs> it's family, definitely. Now what can, especially now, you know, we've been going through the pandemic and everything else. Is there anything that the chamber can do to help extreme family outreach or anything that the community can do or any other organizations to help out? Well, I, first I want to say that the chamber has been excellent through this whole pandemic mm-hmm. because it, they have not stopped letting people know what businesses are oh, open no. that um, just encouraging us to support these businesses during the pandemic. Um, I would say for extreme family outreach, we need help. Um, we've got about 700 kids in our program that we we have been delivering to every single week. Um, this wow. week is the last week. Um, I think people don't realize that we're still out here, even th- during the pandemic. We're still in the communities. We're still making phone calls. We're still loving on people. Um, we're still trying to set things up for people um, so that they can thrive during this pandemic, too. So um, we have multiple ways to help. Volunteering is one of our biggest because we've only got about four employees for the 700 kids. 
So we need volunteers. Um, and not only that, but financial support can help too. Um, for $25 a month, they could support one child and it allows us to be able to keep working with that family, keep working with that child. It allows us to make sure that they have everything they need and just being with them and making sure that they are self-sufficient. So those right. are the two ways um, you could definitely help. And and I'm not sure, I don't think I asked you this, but can you tell everybody some of the programs that Extreme Family Outreach offers? How much time do we have? <laughs> oh, you go ahead. You got time. <laughs> um, hey, so, something important like that, I'm not going to limit you. <laughs> uh, well, it's a, it's a long list of stuff that we do. <laughs> and um, uh, we would be here till next week if I told you all of the things that we do. But I could sum it up. Um, so this is part one of a 20-part podcast. Yes. Um, we do hat scarves and gloves in the wintertime. We do star kids, which is a Christmas gift for each kid in the family. We don't want anybody to be locked out. We do. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Back up. Back up a minute. <laughs> what was that one? A Christmas gift for each kid. In the and you family. said there's how many kids? 700. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we're out there. We're doing it. Um, we do home visits to each and every child's family every single week home visits where we spend time with the family. We find out what their need is. We pray for them. We get to know them. We build relationships with each one of these family members and it's time consuming. It's a lot, but I mean, I I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, And you're all volunteers. Yeah. Well, it's four of us that are staff and then the rest is volunteer based. I mean, we're trying to do the best that we can reach everyone, you know, reach community. Nine communities. I'm about to be 10. And I mean, we're all over Hartford County and we're just trying to reach as many people as we can. And cause you didn't start out just, I mean, all around Hartford County, right? No. Didn't you originally start out in just Edgewood? Yeah. Yeah. We started in just Edgewood. It was only a couple in Edgewood that we were doing. And I think we started off with like what, two, 300 kids. And then it ended up being 700. Um, the last count that I saw was over 700. So, but we go out. And we do that. Um, what else do we do? We do like and I said, do summer camps as well, right? Yes, we do summer camps that includes picking up and dropping off the kids, um, going through their medications, signing them up, making sure they're comfortable, looking at their rooms and making sure that they have everything they need. Um, these kids don't even know what camp is. And this is epic for them. Yeah. Yeah, they they don't even know anything outside of their open doors. And the whole concept of that is to let them know that there's a world beyond where they live, what's going on in their environment so that they can make choices based off of what they see instead of what they know. Because what they know right now is their community is it. That's it. Drugs, that's it. Gangs, that's it. That's all they know. They don't realize that there's a world outside of their neighborhood, you know? And so we like to take those kids into a world where they can see that the the possibilities are endless. So that's what we, that's what we'd like to do. Um, I mean, we, we do a lot more things. Uh, <laughs> Actually, more. and I don't know if you guys had a meeting and talked about this yet, but because of the way schools were affected because of the pandemic and not a hundred percent sure if schools are going to start on time this year or not. Have you talked about your big back to school bash? Well, we have talked about it. Um, we don't know exactly what's going to happen as far as the big back to school bash. I mean, either way, even if the parents are home doing school with them, they're going to still need school supplies. I mean, right. 
school work on the computer, you still need pencils and paper and things like that. So I don't think it's going to stop us. It's just a matter of how we're going to do it this time. You know what? Let me ask you this. And I don't know if you know this or not, but was, I'm thinking with 700 kids and the fact that a lot of them, because of the pandemic, had to do the rest of the learning online. I do know a lot of families do not have the the ability to even get online either because they don't have a computer right or they don't have internet right so the school has taken care of that they print them oh all they have out. yes the school for the parents okay. who don't have internet or computers they print out all the schoolwork into t- like a bible stack <laughs> um paperwork and then they send it in a yellow like a manila folder and they send it to their house they finish it and then either a teacher will come and pick it up or they'll um, drop it off at the doorstep with their child's name on it. Can you find out, April, can you find out how many do not have access to internet or computer? And perhaps we well, could do some type kids. of fundraiser. Yeah, from our kids, we could definitely find um, find out how many of them don't have access to a computer. We, like we said, we call the families every week. So okay. it's as simple as making a phone call and saying, hey, do you have a computer? All right. Let, yeah. Let me know, because if, if we could do some type of fundraiser to get, you know, laptops and even internet access for these kids, I know the stack of papers is great. They're still doing the work, Yeah. but let's face it. When kids have the access to learn on a computer, it makes it more fun for them. Right. Um, and they're learning technology, which we all know. Right. That's where everything's going. So well, we also did some research on internet service. Um, we found out that a lot of our families are on public assistance. So we found out that Comcast will offer ten dollars a month for internet service. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So okay. we, we've been we've been working on making sure that everybody has what they need. I mean, we're a family and we just want to make sure our kids have what they need. Right. Well, whatever we can do to help, definitely um, you know, let us know. There's so many people in the chamber that I'm sure would love to help out. So many people in the county that I know would love to help out. Okay. Uh, and we'll make it happen. So, April, anything to add? Um, no, I guess not. I mean, just we need the support. Don't forget that right. we're out there. Don't forget. I, I like to tell people that no matter what organization, no matter what nonprofit that they're passionate about, it's important to help the nonprofits right now because we're Mm -hmm. still out doing things that um, other people probably aren't doing or people don't know how to help. If animals is your thing, don't forget the, the, you know, humane society. If, you know, this is your thing, don't forget heart for family house, you know, just, it's important to reach out and start helping nonprofits in this time. Yeah. Exactly. You got to, you got to support them. I mean, they're out there doing everything they can and it's, you know, definitely have to support them. So, well, April, thank you so much. Tell Stephen Marlin. I said, hi, I don't tell her, don't tell her. I forgot her name. I won't. won't. (laughs) Sorry. If she listens to this, she's going to know. anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to be a hurting pup when she sees me. (laughs) So, So again, if anybody wants to learn more about extreme family outreach, what's the website again? It is extreme family outreach.org. And what's the phone number? Uh, 410-676-1212. Perfect. April, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'd like to thank April Cheatham of Extreme Family Outreach for coming on the podcast. If you would like to come on, 
make sure you contact Kate Rodriguez at Kate at HarfordChamber.org. Again, that's Kate at HarfordChamber.org. Until next time, my name is Rich Bennett with Harford County Living. Stay safe and make sure you keep busy.